Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the greatest scootering podcast in the entire universe. Speaking of universe, today is a very significant day. It is February 22nd, 2022. 2222222222. I said too many twos, but you get the point. It's a Tuesday. And Pluto returned. And I can't think of any better guest for Pluto's returning than Zach. So welcome, Zach. Welcome to Undialed. Introduce yourself. Thanks for having me. Well, uh, my name is Zach Rowan. I am originally from Michigan, uh, born in Grand Rapids, grew up in Traverse City, Michigan, and now I live out in Los Angeles, California. Heck yeah. So, Zach, we have a really cool friendship, and I feel like the root of that friendship is because of tilt scooters. To be honest with you, I... I didn't even know who you were until I started to get really involved with Tilt, and then your name started to come up everywhere. You were working in, you were like working for Tilt, but then it was like, oh, but he's also kind of a rider, and then and then it was like, no, 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 like he's for sure a rider, and it was like this whole thing. So I'm just curious, like, tell me about like your introduction to scootering. You come from a very cultured scooter place with a, from a place where a lot of people have came from, like about a lot of big names and. And just tell me about, like, your whole introduction to scootering, because I'm so curious, and I'm sure a lot of people are as well. Yeah, so a lot of people don't know that I am from Michigan, and mm-hmm. I grew up in Traverse City. And if you don't really know the name, all I have to say most of the time is I grew up with Reese Duzma or Caden Bewley, and they're like, crazy. Oh, okay, I know where you are. I know where you're from. And I'm like, yep, that's where I'm from. Um... Pretty much, like, it all just started back... I didn't start scootering until 8th grade. I played hockey for 17 years. Really? Yep. I had no idea. Yeah, that's one thing people really didn't know. That's such a Michigan thing to do. Yeah, exactly. I started rollerblading at 2. Wow. Yep. Are you still a beast at it? Yeah. I I can still rollerblade. (laughs) Heck yeah. So I started rollerblading at 2, and then my parents wanted to put me on skates. Yeah. And then just continued from there. I played 2 to 18. So was your first introduction to the skate park on roller skates? Correct. Yeah, so it was roller skates, unlike a lot of people. Usually I feel like it's a skateboard. Just you and our Willie. Yeah, that is true. I forgot <laughs> about that. Hey, let's go. Uh, roller blades, and then, you know, grew into a skateboard, like everybody else kind of. And then Is skateboarding the predominant action sport up in Traverse City? Hmm... <laughs> For the most part, yeah, but when we were growing up, there was actually a group of guys that were rollerbladers. There were, yeah. yeah, there was an older group that they would come every, like, Thursday. They would all meet up on, like, Thursday night at the skate park. And, I like, swear rollerbladers have that routine. Dude, I, it's, like, randomly at some skate parks, it's just rollerblading. Dude, night. it is. Like, they just, I mean, I feel like there's such a connected community like us. Like, yeah. it's just kind of, like, something like that, too. And they're all older, so they have schedules. They're yeah. like, all right, this night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's just, like, they met up on Thursdays, and then, um, yeah, it's just kind of, I grew into scootering from, what? I moved schools. I moved schools, and then I met um, a couple people that scootered. And I actually played hockey with two people that scootered. Who? Spencer Oxholm, which, <clears throat> if you look back deep into Cape 1177 uh, in one of the other channels that we had, yeah, there is some footage of him. He was so, like, him and Caden were, like, the top two at the time. Like, they, he was, they were... Definitely the best, but there were two different sets of riders. 
So I saw scooting from them. I was like, damn, that's sick. That is sick. And I saw, I, okay, I got to start with the RVM. I saw the RVMs and stuff back in the day because I had like a little chopper, like the electric choppers back yeah, in the yeah. day and stuff like that. And I saw the RVM videos. And I was like, wow, that is sick. And then I remember seeing like Josh Toy and all those dudes on the trips and all that. And I was like, wow, like that is sick. Like a unified um, team of these guys doing their thing. Mm-hmm. So eighth grade comes around. I meet them from hockey. I see them at the skate park one day. There's like three of three or four of them on scooters, and I was like, "Okay, like that. That's that looks pretty cool. Like, what is that?" And then I actually took. A, I had a. It was called resource back in the day. It was just like the last period before the end of class. You would just like do homework. Yeah, like homeroom. Yeah, and uh, one of my buddies scootered. And his name's Adam Lackards. Adam. Yep. Yep. You know, know Adam. Adam. Yep. 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 So shout out to Adam. He's actually, him and Spencer are the ones who like got me into scootering. And then to this day, like Adam's still my best friend. So like he, he's been with me from the start. But eighth grade went, it was like that summer. I went to Target, got like a gift card for my birthday, grabbed a Razor scooter, started from there. That's so sick. And that was. It was like late 2009. I think it was summer 2009. Were the people in your area modifying their scooters? Like, did you get your scooter and then immediately start modifying it with your friends? Or was it... Instantaneously, I didn't. They had started to do that stuff. Yeah. Um, I also, like I said, I played hockey. So I was kind of in and out a little bit. I mean, I scootered as much as I could. Mm-hmm. But honestly, but hockey was the priority. Exactly. That's what your parents were spending money on. Yep. And... So my parents actually, I mean, they, it's not like my mom tried to keep me away from the skate park. Yeah. But I mean, it's not entirely where she wanted me to be. Um, it's tough for a parent if they don't if they don't understand skate park culture, where it's like you're just going to go to this place where like people are doing drugs and you're potentially getting in trouble to go do what? Maybe hurt yourself. Yeah. Versus exactly. like they look at hockey where it's like you're learning team building and blah blah blah. And it's like I feel like you learn a lot of those at the skate park, but it's like it doesn't yeah. get told that way. Yeah. No. Exactly. And obviously, there's plenty plenty of aspects to look at a skate park. And yeah. You can, there's the goods, the bads, in betweens. You know how it everything. Goes. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, I started, what was my first modification? I think my first modification was I got a one, I got the one piece, like, ultra pro bar. Yeah. Yes. I got From the, inward? Uh, no, one of my, it was an inward bar, but one of my friends had it. So he had it, and so I got it from him. Oh, heck yeah. And so I got that and, like, a new double clamp, razor double clamp or something like that from the Ultra Pro. And that was, like, my first modification, and we bolted up uh i had a pro model so we bolted that up like when we put the bars on and stuff like that so and then uh what do we have the little bandana always had the, we had the bandana on the front that's sick <laughs> yeah i feel like the bandana was such a staple in scootering i was watching that volt custom build the other day where it was like sean and josh toy building it up where, where they wrapped it or whatever and i had no idea it was to cover up those like oh, that one yeah yeah yeah. i had yeah. no idea it was to cover up those bolts you know mm-hmm. what i mean Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't really think about that either until uh, like later down the road, and I was like, "Oh, that's why it was." Done. Yeah, that's <laughs> why people did that. It's just like, all right, I had it. Why not do it? <laughs> I think that's what more and more people started to do. They were like, "Oh, these good guys are doing it." Like, yeah, and I don't know why, 
But one day we had a bunch of zip ties, like, like different colors. So yeah. we just started zip tying my bars. So I had like a bunch of different colors. So it was like striped. <laughs> yeah, just like zip ties, like hanging off the bar and stuff like that. That's so sick. <laughs> yeah, no, it was real funny. So yeah, that was uh, that was the early days. The early days were crazy. It was only a couple of us. It was Adam, Caden, Spencer, another one of my friends, Ty, that I played hockey with. He stopped scootering like two or three years in he wasn't too not um, that invested yeah and then um reese came around not too much longer after i think it was like a couple months after i started like reese reese was like in there and we had a local indoor skate park for a little while um and he he just went there like all the time and like he just progress like crazy and like they all progress like crazy and i was just like i want to do that <laughs> and so like the little time that i spent there i mean i was just grinding grinding dude it was it was crazy just like throwing myself around on this razor like it was it was crazy there's a there's if you look, you can find it on youtube there's a video of us I think it's to the, the winter of 2009 or the winter of 2010. I think it's it's Caden's birthday and we were at our local indoor. It was a lock-in for Caden's birthday and like we dude, we all look so goofy looking back. Like it was so funny, but we're all just like standing there just cheesing. goons. Yeah. yeah, it was so funny. That's so sick. I love coming across those old like photos where it's like dang the squad back then and mm-hmm. it's like it's still like you're friends with all of them. Yeah, no, it's super nostalgic, and, like, all the videos that we have and stuff is just, like, super cool to look back at. Caden took down a bunch of them after a while. Mm. Um, there was just a bunch of different stuff in our friend group that went on. There was a bunch of people in and out throughout the years and stuff like that. At one point, dude, there was, like, 20 of us, like, dude, like between, like, our age and little kids. Like, it was it was really, really crazy. Like, scooters took over in our town and people were like what is going on that's so i feel like that's how a lot of towns go i mean (laughs) i feel like i really got to experience that on on the trips that i've done with clayton and i've noticed that like particular towns will just like blow up with scootering and then like the neighboring town won't and then like certain times like we've been to some really small towns before and they'll have like a lot of scooter riders and you're just like that's unexpected but it's like i feel like the town like all the kids in the town just like unanimously decide like we're gonna go we're gonna go hard with scootering (laughs) yeah no and then i mean honestly it was so it was like caden and reese and spencer were super invested into like um like into the scene like they were like on youtube on the social medias on the inward scooters page like all on all the scooter resource all that stuff like I wasn't always in tuned with that. And like to this day, I'm going to admit, I mean, I'm still not super in tuned with like the community, but like, I mean, the people I know, like, I mean, I mean, it's been amazing, but like, I just, it wasn't something that I, cause I had hockey. So like, I wasn't always super invested. I wasn't always there when they were filming all the videos. That's why I wasn't in that many videos, everything like that. But, um, did you ever feel like, in a way, an outsider of the group because you had the ho- hockey obligation? And you felt like you're an outsider of the hockey group because you had the scooter riders, and you felt like you're an, an outsider of the scooter group because you had the hockey riders? Yeah, so I would say more so that started in high school. Okay. Just because, I mean, I was, like, a fairly, fairly good hockey player. Like, um, 
and so i mean everyone knew i scooted and stuff yeah. like that and once we got into high school dude the dude the older the older like grades did not like us i mean i feel everybody i feel like everybody got it but like at our school like it was bad like it was so bad like we would go at it at school on twitter like dude it was everywhere just back and forth like but it was just between what like it was just like the older group just saying like you know it's a kid's toy get off the kids oh like what do you do like the simple just classic stuff like that um like you're not gonna go anywhere you're not gonna do anything like uh, by this point, though, Caden was on, like, micro and stuff like that. So, Caden had, like, Caden and Reese were on Victory first. Victory scooters, you remember, remember Victory? Them, yeah. yeah. So, they were on Victory. And then Caden got on micro. So, I think it was, like, freshman year or something. Caden went to Woodward with micro. And That's then, sick. So, at that point, we were kind of just like, look at that. Like, what are we doing now? Like, Yeah, like... I mean, uh, obviously, it was, just, the group. it was just one of us <laughs> at that point. But, like, hey, we were we were all just still doing our thing, loving it. Um, high school got interesting, though, because I kind of fell out of scootering at that point. Really? Yeah. But, oh, sorry. Didn't mean to get off topic. Okay, so back to the hockey, the hockey uh, scooter thing. My friends didn't care that I played hockey because, I mean, they loved me for who I was. Yeah. I scootered. I played hockey. They knew. Um, my hockey friends... They didn't really like care too much. I mean, some people they was, didn't get it. Yeah, there was some of them that were because I mean, there were some of them that like skated and stuff. So like they got like that aspect, but the ones that didn't, I mean, they're just like riding a scooter. What are you doing? Get off a scooter. Yeah, just typical stuff like that. But um, it wasn't too too bad. I mean, it was just like uh the older. Two generations above us, it was just kind of, like, more so of, like, a thing. We kind of just... There was, like, the four of us at school. It was, like, me, Caden, Adam, and then Spencer came in, like, a year later. And then we had some other friends, like, start scootering later on. So we were definitely known as, like, the scooter kids. Um, Everyone at the skate park knew us. Everybody around town knew who we were. Like, it was super obvious. It was super easy. That's so sick. Yeah. So how did you go from hockey player scooter rider to then working for tilt okay yeah so pretty much with that whole aspect like i said uh i was i was in and out a little bit throughout high school and stuff like that because my parents didn't want me to get hurt for hockey i didn't want to get hurt i used to play lacrosse when i was growing up so so i i totally understand what you're saying i played lacrosse for like 10 years oh wow and it was always the constant battle between like yeah between team sport that my parents like enjoyed watching and going to games and then this very individual thing that they didn't really understand you know yeah and no, it was exactly. just like balancing back and forth between that uh but yeah no sports sports playing sports while you're trying to do like an athletic sport like or an action sport like this i should say is always kind of like you know it's always on the risky side because you don't want to get hurt for your main sport or whatever but i remember the moment that i decided to quit lacrosse for scootering was when I got injured in the cross and I was really bummed that I couldn't scooter. And I remember scootering and not caring if I got hurt for lacrosse. And I was like, at that moment, it was like my subconscious is telling me something. Yeah, exactly. You, you know, like, why am I so bad about getting hurt in the cross? You know, isn't this my main thing? And then I realized that it wasn't. Yeah, no, I, uh, I got hurt. Luckily, I never got hurt during, I never got hurt scootering, so I couldn't play hockey. Um, 
I think around like 15 to 16 years old, I like, I mean, at that point I'd been playing for so long. Like I was like, it's your identity. Exactly. Like, it's like your the frame, the foundation of who you are is built up on, on lessons you've learned in hockey. Exactly. I mean, honestly, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't take it back for the world. Like I loved every second of it. Like it was amazing. Like the friendships, everything connected. You had to go to that place to get here. Exactly. So <clears throat> it was good. Um, Throughout high school, I kind of, I don't know, girlfriends, life, you know how that goes. I honestly didn't scooter that much. Like, that's something people don't really know either. Really? Yeah. So really good. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, no, like, from, so I would say probably, because, so I dated this girl from, like, my freshman year to, like, my junior year. Yeah. And then I I had another girlfriend from, like, halfway through junior year to, like, senior year and then dated another girl for, like, three years after that. So, like, I was, like, very invested, like, into, like, my relationships. But, like, I don't know. I feel like that's just who I kind of was at the time. Um, But I still scootered here and there, but definitely not as much as everybody else. And, like, I was just seeing Reese and Caden and Adam – but I'm, like, doing all these things and, like, Caden and Adam just – Caden, Adam, and Reese just taking off. And, like, Reese taking off. Like, dude, Reese blew up so fast. It was crazy. Reese has this special characteristic about him where it's, like – I don't know if any other writer has it where it's he, – he, like, falls into success. He, he like, on every aspect. Like, he's – he. Literally, when he's doing tricks or just like him scooter like i don't know it's insane yeah it was always just i've known him since he was nine so like that's a, that's a damn one. yeah it's You've i've known, seen him since single digits yeah i've seen him since single digits he's now 21 crazy um but yeah he like dude they were blowing up reese just took off dude like he i he was always chasing like caden and re or caden and spencer sorry because they were the top. Like, everybody wanted to be, They were like, the big kids. Exactly. So, like, we, we were always just chasing them. But Reese just tailed them the whole time. And, like, he just got on his own level. Like, but also, he went to the uh, high school right across the street from the skate park. So, as soon as he got out of school, right to the skate park. And, like, he didn't have anything else to do. Like, so, like, he just went to the skate park. Like, that was his thing to do. And, like... His parents knew how good he was, and he was sponsored by multiple people by this point, so, like, they weren't going to say no. Like, so he took off. Caden was on. Caden started off with Anacuda. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with Kenny Griffin. Mm -hmm. Kenny Griffin, (laughs) Justin Phillips. I thought that was it for the USA team. Yeah. uh, No, there was one more. Oh, oh, oh. Because I remember Kenny Yap was on it, but that. Yeah. Oh, dude. Was I, it George Lewis? No. No, I can't. I know his name. I feel so. Kyle Torrentino. Yep. Kyle, Kyle Torrentino. Torrentino. I haven't heard that name in a minute. Wow. I, I tried to get that out. <laughs> I was thinking about that so hard. But yeah, Caden was on. Caden started Anacuda. And the, it was like the micro thing way back when. And then Anacuda. And then he ended up getting onto Urban Art. And then, Yeah. I mean, obviously now to this day, he's on Urban Art. Such a good fit, in my opinion. Very good fit. Back in the day, it was we all looked at Urban Art like, damn, this shit's weird. Well, like, you, like, do you remember? Do you remember when the first signature decks came around? 
It was like weren't they Urban Arts? They were, and but they 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 basically had a attic bottom where it was like really angled in. Yeah, and and then they had like this really thick like French ID head tube. <laughs> yes, and it was like I remember just looking, and it was really heavy, and it was really l- low foot space. And I remember thinking, I was like, this is the worst scooter deck that has ever been made. And I was comparing it to like a a proto deck and all these other decks at the time. And I was like, this might be the worst. And I kind of put, put urban art in the back of my mind as like this subpar company. Yep. And, and it was also another thing too, is when I was in the Bay area growing up Addis, uh, Addison McNaught was lived near me and he had a signature deck with that. And I remember that. And, and it was like this weird thing. Cause I remember he had like a, like a BART logo on it, like the, the rapid transportation like logo on it. And uh and I was like, damn, like I feel really like I feel like I I'm supposed to buy this deck. Like I and <laughs> for whatever reason I just didn't want to because I was like, this is just bad. But yeah, no, that was an era for Urban Art. I'm glad they moved out of that. Dude, they moved out of so dude, I don't know what they did, but they did it well. Yeah. Like they moved, dude, all their stuff. It used to just, it was so like awkward back in the day because they were the, they were like the street brand of the day. Like, I, yeah. if, if I'm not wrong, like they, I, I remember looking at everything correctly. They were definitely, it was kind like, of like, I feel like it was the first trying to go street ish. I feel like just because like they had JD and they had Max or that was they? after Addict, right? Yes. That was. Mm. No, because there was Addict. Addict was still no. Addict was popping off then because I feel like that was the real street brand. Yeah, because that's when like the all the signature decks came mm-hmm. out. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, all the sig decks came out like the blue, the green, all the. I I see. Urban Art as like the foreign street brand that came because it was like yeah. it was like all of the street brands that we had were like were like TSI. And because they were around, they had, we had Proto, we had Tilt, you know, we we had the street brands. And I feel like we kind of, United States kind of created that. Yeah. And it was like, I feel like aside from Addict, it was like Europe's like dedicated street brand. Yep. And but they were weird at first. <laughs> yeah. No, All respect to them now. But. No, exactly. So, yeah, like I just watched them. I was just watching like these dudes just just blow up. And like it was just... It was so surreal and like so crazy and I I mean obviously I felt a little bit like damn like what if I kept scootering where would I have been like what what because like you I was, felt envious of their paths yeah and like not to too my like I was good like I was good I sent like I I went to the skate park and I just sent it dude like it's crazy like I was doing there's this I put this mashup of me a couple couple years ago. I was doing, dude, backflip, frontside 360 backflips. My first ever triple whip was in a backflip. Mm-hmm. I swear to you. What? I, I swear. I Your never, first triple, triple it, whip was in a backflip. In a backflip. <laughs> Couldn't straight triple whip fly out, but I was like, I could double whip. I could flip double whip perfectly, catch it. And I was like, I could definitely triple. And, like, dude, two hours just, like, going out of the corner trying it, and I did it. And like, dude, first ever triple whip, crazy. <laughs> That's sick. Mm-hmm. So like, I was just like that kind of kid. And then, 
what, around, it was probably like 2015, 2016 is kind of when everybody started transitioning away from like the park scene and like started, or 2014, 2015 started getting into like the park scene kind of, or street scene when it started to be more relevant and stuff like that. And so I feel like there was this era in scootering where it was like park and street weren't definitive. Exactly. They were kind of just like. It, it, it was just scootering. Yeah. Like it just was. Scootering. And then, and then I think with the combination of certain politics and the progression of parts in opposite directions. Yep. I think that's what like then definitively decided. Yeah, exactly. And so like Caden and Reese and them where they were hopping on like the district X and like they were following on like the Brandon James yep. movement and stuff like that. The JBS that. stuff. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I feel like that was such a big influence for Caden. Dude. Yeah. Like, like that, j- that, watching the old like jbs videos and the who tie videos yeah all that stuff and like the old uh oh the, like just the paris street jams and like what's that one i forgot the indoor contest it, they went crazy it's like that Montrex. one yes the montrex jams bro that is this is just nostalgic like we grew up on that so like we all like we got on that and like we're all just like this is sick like this is cooler than what we're doing. Like let's do this. Like, and it feels so exclusive and unique because you're just like, who? What are the what are the people I know that like are watching like this exclusive type of stuff right now? Like exactly, you really feel like you're you're like onto some crazy new shit. And so we, uh, I kind of I kind of started back into scootering when they were transitioning and I still had like a park scooter and I was like trying to do street stuff in my, my park scooter. Like I was, I don't know. It was fun. And then, um, I don't know. So basically I'm trying to see where should we go with this? Okay. So let's just go along. High school wasn't always really the best. I kind of, it took me an extra year and a half to graduate. I dropped out three times. Damn. Yeah. I dropped out three times. I don't know what happened. It's just sophomore year. I don't know. I just kind of school isn't for everybody. You know what? I feel like school is such a u- unique and and unmirroring thing of this actual reality. And I feel like unless your brain chemistry is built in a way that can really understand auditory instructions and if you have the type of brain that likes to condense and memorize information then you'll thrive. But it's it's not like a, it's not a, an image of what the future is going to be. And I feel like it sucks for a lot of kids out there because I was one of these kids where it was like your entire self-perception of yourself gets reflected by like the way that school determines what you, yep. what they think you are. And then it's exactly. like, then it opens up these, these wounds that you didn't even know that that are that are completely just made up you know they're like artificial and it's like it's all just because of the perception and like mm-hmm. i feel like that's like a lot of the reasons why people go to the skate park to be honest with you it's like an escape from that it's like a yeah. judgment free zone yeah and like that's that's how it should be like i mean that's kind of like why we all did it i mean i mean obviously we, have, yeah. we all have our own reasons for the skate park like but yeah no i mean i uh dropped out three times school just wasn't I don't know. After a while, I just, it just wasn't, wasn't for me. I just wasn't go to school, kids. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't do that. Stay in school. Graduate high school. At least just do that. That's all you got to do. That's all that matters. From there, you can figure it out. But so basically, <laughs> uh, 
I just didn't want to go to college. I mean, I ended up, I was a welder, actually. I was welding for a little while, and I had, like, a little, there was, like, a little, like, uh, trade trade school or, like, a pre-trade school that yeah. was attached to, like, my high school. I did welding. Like a career pro- program. Exactly. It was a career tech center. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Um, it was, uh, my dad did welding, and I was, my dad did welding growing up, and I was like, damn, that looks cool. I did it. Had fun. I almost became an underwater welder. Really? Yeah, I went to Texas and checked that. I went to Houston. There's a school in Houston. It's like, I think it's like $18,000. You get your diver's license, learn how to weld underwater. They have everything in-house, so you get your certificates, everything. It's like an eight-month course. Eighteen. It's like sixteen to $18,000. And I mean, they had a 99% job rate coming out of it because <laughs> they they owned, the, there was a company that owned the school that like... Was it oil rigs? Yep. So it was in the Gulf. It would have been. I would have been in the Gulf of Mexico, like working on like oil rigs and pipelines, like underwater and stuff like that. Yeah. So, but you know, life happens. Stuff didn't go that way. I didn't end up doing that. Um, I was just working at a pizza place for a while, and I met. There was a the tilt. The Tilt Up North tour. You remember that video? Yeah. It was when they had the bus. They came up yep, yep, Traverse yep. City and all, all local places. So I had known some of the Tilt guys from going to the street jams and stuff like that. I started going to Tilt Street or Chicago Street Jam. It was the Tilt Street Jam for a minute. You yeah. know, it yeah, like basically it like it, it it was. The first two were Sky High. They were. 20, but that was when Sky High and Tilt were like. It, they were in the same warehouse. Exactly. So yeah. it was 2012 and 2013 I had missed. So those are the first two. But I, my first one was 2014. So I met a bunch of the guys through that and stuff like that. And then there was one guy in particular on the Up North tour that I got very close with that you might know. Obviously, you know now. But so Joe Voss. Of course. Yes. So me and Joe got very, very close. I had known Christian forever. <laughs> I had met Colin a few times, stuff like that. And then... I don't know what it was, but, dude, me and Joe just, like, connected. Like, we just, like, hit it off. I was like, dude. You sometimes have that with certain people, you know? It's like you meet somebody and you're like, wait a second. Do I know you? You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, we just, it was, I don't know, it was sick. And then we just stay connected after that. Talked for a little while. Um, I was looking to move. I was actually, it's a funny story. I was moving to Grand Rapids, where Till is located, with... My most recent ex, we were gonna, we were together for a while. We were gonna move down there, get a place, all this stuff, you know. And then I had moved down there. Actually, I'm getting a little far ahead of myself. Sorry, Joe. So stay connected with Joe, stuff like that. Um, just working a normal pizza job right across the street from the skate park. So like I would, I was just always at the skate park. Like that was just my element after high school and stuff like that. Like. I was just always there. Stopped playing hockey. I was like, I'm going to pursue scooting. So your family's that. Exactly. So turned 18, started scootering, working, scootering. Uh, went down downstate to see Joe one day. Went to the tilt warehouse. They had just got the decks in. Mm. Mm-hmm, got the prototype decks in. I was like, I need me to ride that. Like, I need to yeah. ride that. I remember when those decks came out, it was like, it was like it's the forbidden part. Like it's the yep. part that we never we never thought was actually coming. Exactly. The one thing that we never thought we would have. And then it finally was there. And I was like, I'll be there this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so it was uh summer twenty seventeen. 
I'd gone down there, um, saw Joe, rode the warehouse, rode the deck. Um, Joe took, I got Insta clips. Joe took some video of me, sent it over to Colin, apparently. And I was on my way home. And Joe texts me. He's just texting me a bunch of stuff. And he, like, sends me this screenshot. And it was a video of me riding the deck. And Colin was like, bro, he's killing it. Like, what? Like, blah, blah, blah. Said a bunch of stuff. I don't remember exactly. And then he's like, Joe was telling him how I was moving down here, getting, like, going to be living here and all that stuff now. And basically, Colin was just like, dude, that'd be sick. What if you moved down here and worked for us? You're like, Ooh. And I was just like, huh? Like, what do you mean? Like, it it was crazy. And then it was two days, or actually, it was a day before my 20th birthday. Or 20, 20, was it 20 or 21st? One of the two. Can't remember. It was just so, day before my birthday, July 3rd, I'm downtown. I get a phone call. And it's Colin, and he's like, hey, dude, you got a second to talk? I'm like, yeah, what's up? And basically, he's just like, I've talked to Joe. I've talked to Christian. We have some extra work, like yada, yada, yada. said some other things. He's like, would would you want a job? Like, do you want to come work for us? And I was like, yeah. Like, (laughs) When do I start? (laughs) When do I start? And he's like, when can you start? And I was like, when do you need me to start? And he's like, I need you to start by, what did he say? He said like August 8th or something like that. And so I had like a month and I was like, I'll see you then. Yep. So so it was pretty much just a wrap from there. I had moved downstate back to my parents' house because I was actually living with my ex at that point. Um, Stuff didn't really go over well with her. She left me a month after I moved, so I didn't end up getting a place and everything in Grand Rapids like I thought. Still worked at Tilt, though. It was amazing, but I was driving an hour to work every day from Kalamazoo, where I was living. So I would drive an hour north and then an hour home every day, which... I did not care though. Like it was so worth it. Like, You're like, I get to be doing what I want. I get to be around the scooter parts. I get to be with sick people. Exactly. So I was just like, bro, like this is so, like just so surreal. And yeah, I started in August. Went through, went through the winter. It was me, Joe, Christian, just you know doing warehouse things. I painted, I painted that entire warehouse. You I did, yeah. I repainted it. I what else did we do? We lack, is it no? Not lacquered. We pop. We do. We clear coated the floors. Mm-hmm. Like you bought. Yeah, yeah. Like polyurethane. So whatever. We like sealed the floors and like did a bunch of stuff. And like, dude, the tenants were so bad. Like they just like they kept raising the rent and raising the rent and raising the rent. And we just made that place like so much better than what it was when they first moved in there. Colin just... It's like, oh, it's so nice now. It should be worth more. It, yeah. <laughs> and there was, like, this, like, coffee... This little coffee shop that was going up in front. So, dude, we didn't have heat all winter. And they just, like, took priority to the people in front. They didn't even care about us. Dude, it was... Do, do, do you remember hearing about... Have you ever heard of, uh, heard of the polar vortex? 
dude so we had a polar vortex a couple of, that it was like that winter with the wind chill it got up to negative 60. shut up bro i negative you were inside that warehouse in negative 60. bro did you have to like clean the icicles off the fork <laughs> before you send it out like jeez, dude. <laughs> dude it was so bad like me and christian were dying like dude i had like long underwear on pants a sweatsh a long sleeve shirt a sweatshirt a winter coat a beanie and i was freezing freezing <laughs> you look over at colin, colin looks over he's like hey no smoking in here and you're like bro i'm not it's just your breath <laughs> dude it was crazy but it was it was fun working for colin it was really great time he's a great dude like you know like, oh i know so it was it was really really fun and I had a lot of great times and we just we ended up having to close the warehouse yeah. as you know we were supposed to have a video on it um don't know what happened in that video but we we dude we filmed like a whole video and like us moving everything out of the warehouse and like doing all this stuff and like I don't know. It was I mean, it was for the progression of Tilt. I feel like you and I know the insides of that, but... Yeah, it was going to be a Tuesdays at Tilt thing, and we were going to, like, explain everything. Yeah. And, like, but, I mean, it is. But, like, yeah, you were saying, it's a progression. It was it was good. It was It needed. was the step to make Tilt more worldwide. It was, it was much needed, and we had been looking at it for... Colin had, like, mentioned something about it for a while, and, I mean, looking back at it now, I was like, oh... You're taking away my dream job. Like, come on, bro. But, like, he wasn't taking it away. I just, yeah. I knew it was the better for the company. Like, but, like, it's all good. We stayed connected. Like, I was still I feel a like it was a it. great base for you to build, like, for your future. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, you. you're good. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, it was, it was a great thing. He, uh, me and him got really, really close. Me and Colin got very close. We had some some pretty personal conversations and like i was going through a rough, uh, rough time in life honestly at that point um just a lot of things had gone on and life uh life was crazy i and joe being there deaf joe and christian i cannot thank joe christian and colin like I've said this to all three of them. The, the Trinity. Dude, they honestly saved my life. It's, it is crazy. Like, I am so, so, like, Tilt to me, it's, it's deeper than just, a, it's deeper than a sponsor. It's deeper than, like, it's, it's, it is my family. Like, they've brought me, they've helped me come to where I am today. And they helped save me to be here. I mean, to be honest, like it's it is it's crazy. They gave you an opportunity when you needed it the most. Yeah, and like they didn't even know it. Like that's the thing. Like they had no idea until afterwards. And yeah, I mean, I'm just grateful to this day for all of that and what they did. And it didn't even end there. It's like I feel like from there, like you initially got the job, but yep. then that transitioned into you becoming like one of the main team writers. And, and yeah, I, I mean, and I, I just remember like the first time that I met you was on that Woodward trip, wasn't it? Yeah, that was our first time meeting. And was that your first scooter trip ever? Mm. Like with tilt? 
Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. 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 That was my that was my first scooter trip with Tilt. So basically, I wasn't on the team. Yeah. Uh, I still did like inside things. I worked on the Instagram. I was TM for a little while. Yeah, because there was like what I was saying. It was like up in the air. I remember like you weren't on the team, but like you were like. The best one on the team. <laughs> like, I didn't know. I didn't know what was like. <laughs> so, yeah, it was like, because uh, this is not too many people know, obviously, just behind the scenes stuff. But Joe, obviously, you know how Joe kind of backed away. Just he had college, all that stuff. Absolutely, yeah. So me and Christian split everything. I was doing Instagram. I was TM for a while, doing emails, just all that kind of stuff, you know. Um, even after I left, after we closed the warehouse down, I was still TM for a little while, still helping out the team, doing DMs, Instagram, stuff like, stuff like that. Um, the Woodward trip came up and I got, I got told about it and I was like trying to contact a bunch of people for it, just like seeing what's good with it. And I don't I don't remember entirely how it came about, but I was like, I basically was like, yo, Colin, if you can get me in, I'll get myself there. And he's like, okay. And I was like, I'm in. And so he, he's like, uh, I was like, if you can get me in, I'll be there. And he's like, all right, let me see what I can do. And then he talked to whoever he had to talk to yeah, at yeah. the time. The people at West. Yeah. And he's like, you're in. And I was like, I'll see you there. <laughs> That's sick. And so I flew to California. Um, I actually met up with Austin at yeah. the vault. Yeah. Was I, that your first time ever meeting Austin? Second time. Okay. Thir <laughs> Third time. Because I met him when we went out there for the... When I worked there still. When we went out for A-Town. Yeah. Okay. A no, A-Town. No, A-Town, yeah. That That's was when I first met you. Yeah, yeah, that okay. was the first trip. I like blended that together in my head. I, I was, did too. I was like, wait, that does fit. But no, it was A Town I met you first. That was okay. Woodward was the first time we were all together as a team. Correct. Like the whole team. Yes. And then, and then, but A Town was like, it was like this weird, I think it was like the transitional like trip for the team. Cause it was like the first trip that I was on, like no one really from the old team was there. It was just like, it this, was just Isaac and Christian. Yeah. It was just those two. Isaac Christian, me, you. Delaney was there because Delaney was on. Delaney no, was no, just. No, 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 no. No, she was second wasn't. One, second one, my bad. Wow, that all blends so much. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, no, it was, yeah, it was just Isaac Christian, me, you, Colin. Wow, that is crazy. But because that's when, that's when we noticed, started noticing Will Judy more. Because Will was there. Yeah. And Will competed. And that's when everybody started coming in afterwards. So that's I was that's when we didn't have the warehouse, stuff like that. Colin and Christian came, picked me up. All three of us flew out of Chicago, came to L.A., met up with you, got the hotel, and we went up to A-Town. We did, you know, we rode the dirty, did a couple of things in L.A., and then we yeah. went up to A-Town. And then... Yeah, the ten year trip. I just I met Austin. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I met Austin first time. A town. Met him at Coalition later because I went to Coalition for with Caden and John Dev and all them. I stayed with their team for like the two weeks. Hung out with Austin a little bit there, and then the third time I met Austin, I came to the vault and we rode up to Woodward together. Actually, yeah. So and then we got there the night 
of everybody being there, so we couldn't check in until the morning. And then they actually gave me my own room. I don't like I don't know why, but we stayed in the sometimes team. when they have extra, they just do it. Yeah, so we stayed in the team room that night, and then uh, me and Austin stayed. They gave me my own room, so that was like me and Austin's first like experience together for a couple days, like there. And then uh, I went home, and a couple couple months later, uh, it wasn't too much longer later. He actually wanted to sign me at the. He wanted to put me on the team. At Woodward, he told me, but they forgot to print the contract out at the vault and give it to me no. in front of everybody. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even know that. Yeah. <laughs> they told me that later. Oh, yeah. Joe was like, yeah, they could have just printed it out at Woodward. <laughs> like, come on, dude. I know. <laughs> yeah, Colin told me later. Or Surprise, Joe, Colin doesn't have a printer inside of that suitcase. Right. <laughs> I was, he was just like. Yeah, we wanted to like print it out and like present it in front of the whole team and like get everybody's reaction, but it didn't happen. <laughs> I was like, it's all good. It's all good. <laughs> but yeah, so Woodward happened. That was my first trip experience. I think the Woodward trip was hilarious because my, my favorite part about it was we were driving up there. Um, and, and Daniel looked at Colin and he's like, hey, Colin. So when's Tilt 3 coming out? And Colin looks back at Daniel and he's like, Tilt will never make another full length. And, and Daniel was like, all right, bet. <laughs> and it literally turned into like our, like, that's like a 45 minute long video. Like that's like, a, yeah. it literally is like a full length. Yeah, that is true. And we filmed the full length in two and a half days. Yeah, that is true. There was not a sick, I remember there was like, I reflecting on like the week, like the weekend as it happened. There wasn't a single moment where there there wasn't a tilt rider either filming a clip or filming an Instagram clip. Like one of those two was happening at every single minute of the entire trip. Yeah, it, it definitely was. And dude, it don't you remember? I got hurt the first day we were there. I was mad, mad. I literally rolled my ankle within like twenty minutes. Yeah, yeah, I remember that now. So mad, dude. Oh, I was so livid. I was like. I was supposed to film because we all had like our little like hours like scheduled to film yeah, with yeah. Daniel like throughout the day and <laughs> yeah, stuff like that. And like I just blew my ankle out. And so I was just so upset. Like I was like, dude, like what? What? What is this? Like, <laughs> like, Come on, universe. So I went to the trainers and they just wrapped it like wrapped it up. And I wrapped it up for the rest of the weekend. It was you still it, put out, though. Four clips. Dude, but those, those four, were clips, some four clips. Those were some four <laughs> clips right there, bro. That, that like predator gap that you did in those yeah. five O's. Come on. Yeah, no, the, the animal chin was super fun. The five O's on the rail. Yep. Those were fun. That was actually before I, I literally, that was right before I hurt my ankle. Oh, was it? Yeah. So I did the animal chin clips because um, we were like all riding animal chin. And then I think it was, like, Wyatt or Eden. It was, like, one of them were filming with Daniel at the time, like, after we got done session that. So uh, they went and did their, like, hour segments, stuff like that. And then I was with, like, Joe and Austin, and we were in the hangar and just in the half pipe, and I just just lost it. I just rolled my ankle. It's like you and Judy just taken out. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, Will's toe. I forgot about that. So Will's toe is all bum. Uh yeah, I got those four clips though, and I was I was settled. I mean, I was like, those are some pretty good clips, so it is what it is. 
it was a good experience and i was just like wow like thank you like this was really really sick and it was it was like for me it was so real just all together just like having my name like in everything with like the team and like mm-hmm. i obviously i knew i worked there and stuff like that but like just that recognition yeah exactly and, and that validation just, in a way yeah and so it wasn't too much longer after that where it was literally, i think it was like a month it wasn't it wasn't anything longer than a month that colin so i got a phone call from colin this is how it happened i got a phone call from colin he woke me up <laughs> i was literally sleeping and he's like hey dude what's up and i was like nothing and he's like you just wake up i was like yeah he's like you want me to call you back i was like now nah, you're good he's like all right and he's like i want to talk to you about a few things and i was like okay went over a couple of things and basically he was just like what he say? he was just basically like thank you for like everything that you've done like your constant support your dedication like the love for the sport like he's like i really see like everything that you've done and you do he's like this is a little bit overdue i wanted to do this at woodward but uh he's like do you want to ride for us like do you want to be a part of the team and i was like am i am i awake like hello like (laughs) like, am i dreaming like i was like what dude and yeah he he sent me over everything and I went to my mom and freaked out like it was it was crazy and uh that was 20 when was that it was two years ago 2019 2019 yeah or 2020 no it was 2019 yeah it was before pandemic yeah because it was uh december 25th it was december 25th that just happened or 2019 yeah it was uh it was in between like the 22nd and the 23rd or sorry that's two days 22nd and 25th i signed then so it's right before christmas yeah so it's been two years just this december that's so sick yeah it was it was crazy i i was reading through everything and i i just uh we just re-upped our contracts like not too long ago mm-hmm. that's so sick <laughs> i like he sent it over and i was like reading it with my mom and like doing all that stuff and i was like bro like this is crazy like this is actually like happening and like to my perspective but like it's kind of i feel like everybody's perspective like even like super good riders like oh i'm not i I never thought i was that good like i mean i know i'm like not like not that average on a scooter like i know some of the things i do are like messed up but like to me like it's just I don't know. I just feel like I'm not that good. But like, you need to change that perception because <laughs> literally, your trick selection has everyone just staring at you because you're you're constantly doing things that just break people's minds. You have to realize that. Just gotta hack it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> there was uh, there was a point though that I don't want to get like I don't know, I don't want to get too into detail with it, but there was just a point, and I was like, uh. I just wanted to do things that people, I just wanted to ride and do things that people weren't doing. And obviously you can only do that to a certain extent. So I just started doing like 
five O's all the time, fifties all the time, predators all the time. Like, it's weird that a fifty was like an exclusive trick for a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel like since decks are so wide now, it's kind of like it's seen as the the standard trick, you know. But exactly. it's like for a while, fifties were kind of like taboo. Yep. And honestly, like it doesn't matter how big your deck is to fifty. Like it's the same thing, dude. It's the same thing. I've been doing fifties since the the small decks. Like I can hop on Austin's Razor scooter and go fifty at first try. Like, don't tell me you need a bigger deck to fifty. I yeah. don't want to hear it. Because <laughs> half of the time when those people have a bigger deck, the the bigger part of the deck is just hanging over the rail. Exactly. They're not even using it. I feel like you have more of a chance to miss, to be honest, because you're so overconfident. Or yeah. Com- or like comfortable, like. I mean, I know I have, like, a, we have six and a half. So, like, I mean, as soon as I got that six and a half, I mean, I definitely started doing a bunch more stuff. But, like, yeah, I just started trying to ride differently than, like, everybody else and start trying to do those crazy tricks that everybody wanted to do. Like, because uh, just there was, there was some small things back home. There was little... There's some little things that just kind of, like... You want to prove it to yourself, too. You exactly. Know? I'm sure you... All of that time when you're playing hockey and you saw your friends like getting better at scooting, I'm sure that lit a fire inside you that like you still haven't put out. Oh yeah, dude. It, that it's that that it truth truthfully that's it's probably what it really is what it is. I mean, I haven't really thought of it in that kind of aspect. But and it's like, not like you're competing with those same people, but it's like you're you're trying to prove it to yourself. You know, it's like you have a standard in your mind of like what you know you can do, and it's like yeah. you're, you're doing everything you can to achieve that. Yeah, I mean, as you know, my video, I've been working on it. Very exciting. It's so good. <sighs> Dude. Dude, I got two more clips recently that I'm going to try to put into it. Yeah? Yeah. They're nothing like too, too crazy, but they're pretty good. Like, I'm excited, man. The draft that you showed me was really good. I, your, the tricks you did were insane, and people aren't ready. And that's the one thing that I wanted to try to do with this video is... Show the diversity like I can what I can do at a skate park I will do at a street spot like I wanted to show that like it like because like obviously like good like a good like uh example is like Gabe and Riley like they did that very well like they can ride a skate park they can ride a street spot I just feel like that's one thing that uh because I don't have like an actual video part besides in New York like the New York is I mean me and friends but like Besides that, like I don't really have. It's like this is your this is your time to set a staple. You know, it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna come in, I'm gonna drop my video part, and it's gonna mean something. You know, it's gonna be like a placeholder. It's not just gonna be this side project that I'm kind of hyped on. It's gonna be like this is like the project right now. You know, exactly. And it's uh, it's uh, I'm just I'm just excited for it. And, it's your uh, piece in the pattern of scootering. Yeah, no, exactly. I just uh, I hope it's good. I mean, I hope everybody likes it. I should say. Definitely been, uh, it's been a long journey. A lot of things have happened since. To be honest with you, I don't think that should even be a question of whether people are going to like it or not. I know for certainty people are going to like it. I think that the cooler thing about it is the fact that you, that you did it. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like at the end of the day, it's like, you shouldn't be waiting for people's approval of whether they like it or not. It's like, you did this for yourself. You know, part of the, part of this video, I feel like for you is moving from Michigan to LA and it's like you overcame a lot of mental walls through that. And it's yeah. like I think that gets displayed through your writing. And I feel like if anything, like that video is just for you. 
Yeah, I, I definitely see what you're saying there. Yeah, I feel like that's a big thing because I uh, just staying in Michigan. I have one clip from Michigan in there, actually, because I never – there wasn't really – I mean, there's spots and stuff, but, like – I think Reese made the absolute best of it. For what we had there? Yeah. yeah. We, dude, where we grew up, the spots are little to nothing. And now that we rode them throughout the years, there's literally like two left because they're either gone, capped, whatever, like not rideable. Reese, Reese destroyed it. <laughs> there, there, there's one spot that I actually want to go back and hit. I board slid it way back in the day, though. It's like, a, it's like that 16 that he like bodied on. Do you remember that? He tried to like do a lip slide. And he like flew off and just smacked the concrete. I think so, yeah. It was it was brutal. It's like a green handrail. Yeah. There's like some wood building like in the background. Dude. No one's hit it though. Me me and him have hit it. But in uh was it his urban art part? Yeah, well his urban art part. That's weird. That was so long ago. But he did uh what did he do? I think he did he bar fifty he might have bar fifty one eighty it, but it's it's pretty big. That's like one of the only spots that's like I would go back for because, like, it's actually pretty good. Like, I could probably do something on it. But, uh, yeah, I, uh, I've been, I've been, uh, plotting on this video for a while. And, like, I just, I've had so much freedom coming from Michigan. Tell me about that transition from Michigan to California. Because now you live with Austin Spencer and you're working at the vault and you're like full invested scooter rider now. (laughs) Yeah, dude, it's it's crazy. It's been real crazy. So once I signed the contract, so I mean, I was uh, was working at like a I was working at a brewery at the time, and then um, COVID hit. Didn't uh, I worked like here and there because we were like essential. We did the takeout stuff. You know how all that was. Yeah, yeah. So I was working doing that um really not doing anything obviously you couldn't do anything and then me and austin had started connecting more started playing video games together all the time i worked every other day or so so like i just stayed up because they would get on at because three hour difference yeah so they would get on at like midnight my time and it would be nine o'clock for them and i'd stay up to like three, four, five o'clock in the morning playing video games with Austin because it's only midnight to one o'clock for them. Yeah. So we connected more with that. And basically Austin was just like, one day we had talked about like, yo, what if we got a place together? It'd be sick. Like we had talk, been talking about it here and there. And just some, he, he had a COVID happen and like, I don't know, just some stuff with his uncle happened. Mm-hmm. He was living with his uncle at the time, I guess. And, he just ended up moving out and then stayed somewhere for a little bit and was like, I, do you want to get a place together? Like, like, do you want to do it? I was like, dude, if you can find something, like, just let me know and, like, we'll talk about it. A week goes by. Uh, we had talked about it for, like, two months or so, two, three months. He, uh, he said something more about it. We didn't say anything for a while. He said something about it one day. A week goes by and he calls me. He's like, I'm going to look at this place right now. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah, I think it's a good deal. It's a mile away from the vault. We should do it if, like, it seems good. I was like, all right, let me know. So goes, checks it out, gets applications, comes back, and he's like, I think it's good. We should try. And I was like, go for it. Sends in our applications. 
less than 24 hours later, he calls me. It's like the next morning. So, because he did it at like, what time did he do it? He did it at like, I think it was probably like two or three o'clock in California time or something like yeah. that. And then he called me probably like nine or 10 a.m. California time the next day and was like, hey, we got the place. And I was like, whoa. You're like, oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Time to go to LA. Yeah, dude. So uh, packed up literally six days later. I was on the road with my mom driving to California. Fucking Damn. The whole, whole, whole everything. My We got a one-bedroom U-Haul and uh, a trailer for my car. We hooked up to the trailer yep, to the yep. back of the U-Haul. Three days, just drove out here, or drove out to California, we in AZ. Yep. <laughs> Damn. So, what has it been like for you living out here, or not here? No, I yeah, I got you. In LA, it's uh, dude, it's it's been, it's been crazy because like, I mean, I feel like a lot of people, especially like action sports and like our like California, you want to go to at some point. You want to, of course. Like you would just want to be in California because it's that vibe. You can skate all the time. You can ride all. You can do all that stuff. So, um, but uh, it was uh, it was a big change to be honest. Like I mean, I'd lived without my parents in the same state before. Yeah, but like, I'm but all, now they're gone. Like, now they're far. <laughs> they're far. You know, it's like they're they're out there now. So it was uh, it was emotional like that week like for sure. Um, just because uh, I had always wanted to do it, uh, just life stuff, you know. It just it didn't happen. I ended up not. There was a couple times I actually tried to go, just didn't end up working. Um, so it was just like a lot of surreal stuff. I was like, wow, this is crazy. This is happening. And then we got in the truck and we started driving, and I was like, wow, this is really happening. Did it? Did it hit you right then and there? Or did it hit you after the truck went away and you're just like, all right, this is my house? Yeah, so uh, that's the one thing that I was, like, anticipating on. I was like, because I know it's not going to come right away, at least. I mean, sometimes it might, but... So it didn't really hit me until my mom left. Um, So we actually... She showed... We showed up, uh, got to the apartment, unpacked. She helped me. Literally, I literally set my room up in a day because of her... She's yeah, she's the goat, bro. She, she <laughs> I like set up like half the room. She helped me set up like the other half. Like I don't know, me and my mom are really close. So we uh we just did that and uh she was there for two I think she stayed for like two more days and then she went home and then I started at the vault the that next Monday or whatever cuz I I left on a Monday and I got there on a Wednesday and then I started on the next Monday. Damn. Yeah, so it was, uh, she left, and uh, it, w- it took, like, a week, to be honest. I was like, wow, like, this this is my life now. Like, this this is happening. Like, this happened. Like, it's just crazy. I never, uh, I always, like, I could see it, but, like, just stuff in the past, I never really saw it fully coming to to life i guess do you feel like you've grown and transformed as a person now that you've lived in la for a while (laughs) um like gained a new perspective yeah uh for the most part i mean it definitely i miss my friends and my family so much of course like it i just uh it's it's crazy to just 
be like an adult, bro. Like it's I I like I like I said I had lived on my own a little bit, but I was in the same same state as them and stuff like that. Like I'm I'm adulting. Like rent every month, you know. You got you guys know how it is. Um, of course. I don't know. I just feel like like I said earlier, there's been a lot of there's a lot of stuff that's like gone on, and like I honestly just never fully saw myself being here at this spot and position so like do you feel blessed yeah like i i literally am so grateful for everything that's happening like scootering really like helped save my life like it then that's like the the community and like the places and everything like i definitely have a different outlook just from back home like there was a lot of people that didn't do anything and they are stuck there i am so glad i am not there (laughs) like i like friend like i just see it on social medias and all the twitters facebook's like this place is terrible i need to leave and like just they just don't this all these other things like dude it's either there's there's so many people there we had a small town there was a lot of money a lot of old people retire it was kind of like a retirement ish town yeah that's what i've heard yeah it's like a lake town during the summer it gets popular yeah because we have the water right there in the bays and all that stuff and we have like festivals throughout the summer and stuff so brings in lots of people um there's a lot of a lot of people that i know either just have kids now got into drugs or just working a job they hate hate went to jail something like and you're out in LA striving and everybody looked down on us as the scooter kids and now all my fr- all those people a lot of those people now are like wow you guys are doing it and so like that's really like the biggest part and it's just like we stuck with it and like I just like look at like don't 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 listen to other people like I just there's been a lot of things and I'm still so young like, I mean, I'm still young. I'm only, tw- I mean, I'm 24. I'm not, like, super young, but, like. Younger than me. <laughs> I've had a lot of experiences that uh, definitely have just brought me up and, like, just really opened my mind to, like, a lot of things. So, it's definitely been an experience for sure. Absolutely. So, what's on the forefront? What's on the horizon for you? You're working at the vault now. You're you're L.A. man, filming, filming doing your thing, riding so often what's what's next for you like do you just want to continue filming scootering continue pushing the scene yeah like i mean to be honest like uh trying to finish this video as uh, i started filming a video with daniel Mm -hmm. i have like four or five clips for that so that's probably just gonna be like an az video unless daniel comes out and like i film some stuff in la with daniel um i kind of talked about it a little bit but like i kind of want to do like an az video i just feel like an az video with daniel obviously i feel like that would just be pretty sick so it would be um just doing that about to go back to barcelona excited filming video with isaac daniel and eden excited very excited that's gonna be such a good video dude it's crazy dude i'm excited for that street jam too like just that experience and stuff like that um and that's the one thing i'm super grateful for too like I've never traveled so much in my life besides for scootering. Like, I traveled a lot for hockey, but, like, I was always in state. I've traveled so much for scootering 
and ha- and that's that shaped your perspective of this world so oh, much yeah. like the lessons that i'm sure you learned in spain the first time you could never read in a book no you can no. you could never like get told by somebody it's like now you like realize like wow humans live different yeah you know and it's like they're functioning and and it's crazy we get taught in america it's like this is just the way that everything is and it's just like no nope. yeah. no it's it's <laughs> it's so beautiful and that was my first time uh out of the country Mm-hmm. That was my first time overseas. Um, I'm sure you're on that plane. Like, where the hell am I going? <laughs> Dude, I like, okay, so I don't like hate flying, but it's just not my favorite thing. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just like, once you're in the air, you're like, whatever happens, happens now. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> out of my control. <laughs> like, exactly, bro. Especially, dude. Once I knew we were like straight over the ocean for like four hours, I was like. Anxiety through the roof. <laughs> well, what I what I sometimes do, maybe this is toxic. I look out the window and I'm like, no humans have ever been here. <laughs> like when I'm over the ocean, like no no humans have been here. Like and and if they have, they've only been on the surface. Like they don't know what is like what's 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 the ground look like. It's very true. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no. So I, I'm just I just want to go to Barcelona, filming that with Isaac and Daniel and Eden. Um. Don't really know. There's not too many things planned yet for this year. I mean, we're just going to go see how it is. I want to, I just want to continue filming, writing as long as I can. Just the experiences and the times are really just what's keeping me there. Like, like I said, scootering is the, the best thing that's happened to me. Like it has done so much for me. And like, I, I can't thank scootering and Colin enough like i mean obviously i know they helped set me up for those things and everything afterwards is what i did which joe told me that the other day he's like dude you continued to do what you did which brought you to where you were exactly i just helped partially get you in the door and that's just one thing i guess i kind of have like a hard time looking at like because i know i've done all these things and stuff like that but like but it's hard to like admit that to yourself. It's hard to to feel allow yourself to feel that accomplishment. Yep. Cuz you exactly. cuz it's like when you do that you're like I don't know, it's I, I see this happen a lot. It's like you can't allow yourself to feel happier. You can't allow yourself to like feel that success because it's like you feel vulnerable. Or something like that. And it's like, that's a response from previous things, you know? No, exactly. And, and dude, you should just totally embrace it and soak it in. Because, like, you did do it all yourself. Yeah. And, like, that's the one thing that, like, that's the one thing. The one thing I really want to, like, scootering has is so much to me. Like, it's meant, it means so much to me. Like, I just want to, like, working at the vault, it really does help me be able to, pass that on to kids and like it is fun helping kids like you know learn about their scooters or like fix their scooters or, like it's just all that little stuff like i mean we i didn't have that experience at tilt like the 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 retail the retail store part like having the storefront with all those kids like that was a whole nother direct experience. interaction exactly that was a whole nother experience which uh it's fun like it's it's really fun like there's so many different kids and like the parents too even like some are so involved like they know like so much and like it's just it's it's a really uh interesting it's a really interesting outlook because like i mean i don't 
I feel like the scootering, you know, scootering community is so much more like tighter. I feel like, but like seeing all these kids like wanting to be where they are, like I just want to help. I don't know. I feel like kids have like a such. Like, you, I feel like for you, scootering has put you in so many great places and brought you so much happiness and you want to be able to have kids experience then those same sort of sensations that you experience because you want to be exactly. able to pass that on yeah i could not say that <laughs> i don't know <laughs> my bad I don't, no, mean, I don't mean to be too rambly no 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 i just it's funny because it's such a common thing that i see in scootering you know it's like that's that's exactly why i scooter you know it's exactly why i feel like anyone else continues to scooter over time is it's like scootering has brought this level of happiness and pleasure but i think beyond from that it's built confidence inside of people not only in themselves but it's it's thickened people's skin about other people's opinions of them you know it's like it's built up their own opinion of themselves and like weakened other people's opinions and it's like that that experience is to to gain joy through an activity that also teaches you those lessons, it's so rare. Yep. And it's like, I feel like it's such a gift and that's why I want to spread it out. And it's like, it makes perfect sense why you want to do the same. No, exactly. I just, uh, the scootering has just been so eye-opening in so many ways. Like, and I never thought like I could see myself on a scooter. Like looking back, I'm just like, wow, I've really done all this on a scooter. Like it is so so crazy um i uh i don't know i uh i just want to be on it as long as i can i just want to i've been trying to take care of myself better like i've been trying to eat better do all that stuff like i stretch and i stretch now before i've been stretching for a long time just because like i was used to it before hockey mm -hmm. we stretched four games and did all that but like i didn't do it for a long time and i saw the effects of it and i was like this, like I need to keep my, my This sucks, yeah. Yeah. So I've been just trying to scooter and do be as active as I can. I just I just want to do it for as long as possible. Well see what's next. I'm sure you will do it for as long as possible. I feel like right now you're in such a sweet position. And I feel like like the things that previously happened in your life, they'll they'll present themselves when the time is right. And but I don't know. I I think I'm gonna wrap the podcast up right here. I feel like we've We've talked about some really awesome things, and I think people will really be able to get to understand you now because I feel like, I don't know, I feel like you have a really awesome story of how you came up in scootering, and I think it's a really unique place that people will be able to relate with you on. And I don't know, just thank you for coming on and, and spending your time. No, I appreciate you and Clayton for having me. Um, you guys are great. This this was fun. Definitely uh, was a little nervous, but... I don't know, not too, like, I can do the vault stuff, but this, I feel like it's just, like, a little bit, like, no, nah, it's more chill, just because, like, also, like, I was talking to Clayton, like, it's you, I mean, I mean, I don't know, it's all yeah. good. I, I got you, you're my teammate, <laughs> but anyway, guys, thank you guys so much for watching this, uh, make sure to follow Zach on Instagram, it is uh, Zach.Rowan, right? Yeah, at Zach.Rowan, Z-A-C-K dot Rowan, R-O-W-A-N. Perfect. We'll go give him a follow. And thank you guys so much for watching. We'll catch you in the next episode. Peace out. Later.